this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Fraud, you know, visions, affairs. And it's only episode two, y'all, on season two of Big Little Lies. We are here talking all things Telltale Hearts. So stick around and let's get to it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz this is a bop. It really I love is. It. Love it so much. It's on my playlist. Oh, it is that time of week again. Sunday for Big Little Lies, our HBO fix we got going. I'm so excited to be here. I'm joined by a wonderful panel. We are down a member. Jessie Zayner is not here. Our resident mother. She is the mama, mama expert. We miss you, Jessie, but she'll be back for uh, episode three, right? Mm-hmm. So show her some love. Go follow her. But I am here with Simone Thomas, our social media expert extraordinaire. Hello, guys. <laughs> and I'm here with Mia Brabham, who is our creative director. Hello. She is creative. She knows all about the lies. She knows when mm-hmm. you're lying, and she can tell a good mm-hmm. lie, right? It's right a radar. Here? Exactly. A gift. A true gift. Right. We have so much to talk about, because this episode, I wrote so many notes. I was like, oh, I gotta make sure I don't miss anything. Lots See? of action. We gotta talk about Madeline, oh, Renetta, and her husband. Ooh, of course, we can't forget about <laughs> Miss Meryl Streep. Or AKA Mary Louise. Mm-hmm. Her real government name, by the way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, shout out to, I forget who said that in the comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And if you're joining us live, please let us know. Give us your commentary because you are just a part of the show, just, a part, just as much a part of the show as we are. Yes, we're reading everything. We see it all. So. Let us know. I'll be talking yeah. to you guys. We had some good comments last, last yeah, week. Yeah, sure. we did. So this episode's called Telltale Hearts. What are your initial thoughts? I thought this episode title was perfect yeah. because the old story, if you know Telltale Heart, is when the murderer commits a murder and he hides the body under the floorboards mm. and he keeps hearing this heartbeat. Mm. So it's kind of like this guilty conscience that these mm-hmm. characters are going through. So initial thoughts of what just went down. I will say mom energy was really strong mm-hmm. between... 
Celeste's mother-in-law, Mary Louise, and her just knowing something's not right. Mm-hmm. And then Bonnie's mom coming up, she yes. was incredible. She's a little too aggressive, but her acting was awesome. Yeah. And then the kids this this episode really aired out all the dirty laundry. Right. All of it. And just showing that kids are really smart and intuitive yeah. and they know what's going on. That was my first thought too. The kids, kids just pick up on everything. Yes. And I feel like that was the big theme running throughout this episode. But for me, I couldn't help but feel like this episode is the little lies that's in the title, Big Little Lies. Right. Like it is the little lies of everything. It's outside of Perry's death. We have like the the affairs, the kids, what they're learning. It's just so much more than this big lie, and I love that mm-hmm. we're getting into the little plots. So mm-hmm. exciting! I oh. can't even keep track of all the little lies that you brought up mm-hmm. that were being told in this episode. I was like, okay, we got it for people who are of age. Make a drinking game for every time a big little <laughs> lie is like told. That'd yeah. be perfect. And for all the viewers, we watch this live together. We yeah. watch yeah. the show right before we come on air, and we literally screamed, and everybody else in the studio looked at us. We were like, we're oh so my loud. goodness. It's so much drama. So much drama. I said it already. Episode two of season two, we're already jaws are dropping, and it's ridiculous. Especially this episode, it went from like last episode was good, but this Mm -hmm. went to a hundred real fast. Everything's set up, so why don't we just get to one of our first topics? Not one of the biggest. Okay, it's well, it's it's, okay. It's a pretty big topic. (laughs) Renetta, we see our girl Mm -hmm. Renetta. She's looking good in her 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 outfit. She's getting the cover shoot soon. But y'all, oh, her man. husband, Gordon. Gordon, Gordon. Oh, with that fraud. I wrote it down. <laughs> got that. Uh, what was it? He has money fraud, mm-hmm. wire fraud, security fraud, and security fraud. Yeah. So automatically, Renetta's like, my money! Mm-hmm. She doesn't even honestly care about him. She's just, <laughs> but I mean, I understand where she's coming from, though, because he's the one who did this. Yes. So. How are we dealing with Renetta? She seemed fine in episode yeah. one, but episode two is a different Renetta. First of all, R- Renata is my favorite. How you feel about Madeline, Ollie? Like, that's my Renata. Yeah. And I love- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Of her, she's so dramatic. She's so, but it's so natural. Like, she's like, it's so her. Yeah. And my new mantra is literally, I will not 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 be be rich. rich. I, yep. I'm saying that every day in the mirror. I was like, you are my Say queen. Say that three times real fast. <laughs> right, or not, not. I'll come out the, <laughs> she'll come out the mirror. But I think it was interesting, too. I don't know if anybody else caught this, but I loved her character development because we said in the first episode, you don't see, we didn't see as much as Renata. Right. We saw her mm-hmm. in her bold power red, but that was really it. And in this episode, we see so much of her, and we find out little bits of her background. And I loved mm-hmm. the part when she was like, this is my entire childhood, Madeline. Like, I will not go back to this. And you can see the motive behind her just being like, I will not, not be rich. You know, everybody like wants to have money, but she just doesn't want to go back to her childhood. Exactly. I thought that was very powerful. Right. And it's also, once you have money and you're used to that lifestyle, it's really, that's a humble drop to go down right. to. Mm-hmm. And then have to assimilate to the past that you used to know. But nobody wants to have that be their normal again. But also with, it, it was just such an abrupt change of, like, an environment from them because she had her photo shoot and then the publicist, I think, booked something from her and then mm-hmm. instantly, like, it just got swept up court. under Ugh. from them. It just shows, like, how it humanizes life. Like, mm-hmm. you can be on top 
and then on the bottom real fast, and that's literally what happened. Big Renata energy. I yeah. keep seeing her in red, too, which is very, mm-hmm. it reminded me so much of, like, the Scarlet Letter, mm-hmm. and how you're wearing that red, and kind of to symbolize kind of, well, not adultery in this situation, mm-hmm. but kind of how you are in that position in the public eye where people are looking at you a different right. way now mm-hmm. that you have done something or someone you're tied to something notorious. Mm-hmm. So or even just like red is a powerful color. Right. So that's her way of asserting her power right. even though she's still I didn't powerless. Think about that. that was good Simone. Yeah. And then good. also when she's freaking out in the courtroom but like very quietly, right. yeah. you know, and she has this hallucination where everyone's laughing at her. I really believed it for a second because I feel like everyone is so in that in Monterey, mm-hmm. they're all so out there and they're not secretive about laughing at each other and being in each other's business. It's very upfront. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was real for a second, but to see her biggest fear play out, that she's just scared of what everybody thinks, was nuts. Yeah, and now it's almost as if, okay, well, I lost all my... I'm losing all my wealth. You know, my wealth is in jeopardy. My life is kind of at jeopardy now. Um, So now that she's kind of showing this complete, open, honest, like, Renata, like, it's crazy. She's just... Driving down like the coast with her husband. <laughs> Get out of the car! <laughs> Give me a moment! Oh my gosh, it was wild. Lord Dern, you're killing it, girl. That scene amazing. And then when she stuck out her middle finger through yeah. the sunroof, I was like, Tesla. Her freaking stop. Tesla. I'm having a moment. Let a woman have her moment. I was so here I for was it. afraid. I, I was super afraid because I was like, is she going to get into an accident? Me too. Yes. When she hit the U-turn, when she hit the U-turn, I was scared too. Not on the coast. That windy road. I was really nervous, mm-hmm. especially our girl Celeste, which we'll talk about yeah. in her, mm-hmm. her accident. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we move on to the next topic? The men in this, the, like the, the only man in this show who I think is really honorable is Ed. All the other ones are just they're either, they, they don't have their ish together, they're cowardly. We think they do, but they really they don't. They don't. Um, so her husband is slimy. And we Trash. That was my first note about Trash. him. Trash. Yeah. I, I didn't want to say that, but <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, geez, it's like come on, fraud? That's not a term we like to play around with. <laughs> Multiple types of fraud on yeah. top of that. It's like three counts. Yeah, it's like three counts. Come on, now dude. we know what now we know her storyline though, because I was really wondering how mm-hmm. is she gonna play into this season, mm-hmm. you know? Well, before we get to our next topic, yes. we got a message for y'all. Yes. Subscribe to us. Mm-hmm. Give us a like. Comment. Five star review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that because we love you guys. We love week after week coming into the studio and talking about this amazing show on HBO, Big Little Lies, with an all-star ensemble. Please, that five-star review would mean so much to us. Give us that five-star review, and we will even shout you out. We will. Yeah. we just love talking to you guys week after week, because you are just as much as a part of this show as we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. So until then, like, subscribe, share with your friends on Facebook. Let us know in the live chat. Please. Yeah. Yes. We will shout you out. Just give us give us, give us, us your little theories and predictions. predictions. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're coming, because they're brewing <laughs> in my head, for mm-hmm. sure. So, moving on to... Bonnie. Not only Bonnie, but also her mom, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Who is a new character, I believe. I don't Mm -hmm. think she was in season one at all. And I looked her up. I wasn't, you're familiar with this actress. Yes. Her name is Crystal Fox, Mm -hmm. which is okay. That's a. That's a foxy name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this character who just comes into the situation where she sees her daughter, yeah. you know, at at odds with her uh, husband. Mm-hmm. And the husband was the actual one. Who, who called her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she is just reading the house down. I remember that scene in the restaurant. She knows everything that's going on. And we kind of get this this 
idea that she's kind of like clairvoyant. She kind of has mm-hmm. visions, and yeah. she even says something to uh, Bonnie by the end of the episode that "What have you done this time?" Mm-hmm. That was a quote that's really stood out to me, yeah. and I was like thinking to myself, "Okay, has Bonnie been into some <laughs> this time? <laughs> I know has Bonnie <laughs> been into some hot water before? Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts on Bonnie in this episode yeah. and her mom, Elizabeth?" I will say, with the mom coming, obviously, Nathan is the one who called for her help. Mm -hmm. So, he was clearly asking her and, like, reaching out because he needs assistance with his Mm -hmm. wife. So, when she read him at the table, I think it was a little (laughs) aggressive. But then I'm like, it was also necessary because you call the woman to get help. And this is a two-way street. It's it's two people in this relationship. Mm -hmm. So, Bonnie's not all the one to blame. Yes, she's being closed off and not communicative. Mm -hmm. But... She's going to call you out on your ish, mm-hmm. and it may not be very nice to hear. So the manner the manner, and, like, the delivery wasn't the best, but mm-hmm. you called her for help. Right. What I love about this relationship and bringing um, Bonnie's mom into the picture is that, you know, the thing about television is that it's one world, the show is one world, and then we as an audience are the other, and we're third person omniscient. So the thing is, we always forget that we're on the outside. Like, the narration that we see mm-hmm. may not always be true. So in the first season, I feel like we saw them all as characters that we didn't really know and they don't really know each other and now Mm -hmm. to introduce characters that know these characters deeper than the audience ever could brings this crazy layer like like what you said about her dropping that line being like is this you know we're like what else did you do we forget that they know like the past better than we do so this is absolutely I loved it I loved her I I turned you guys on the viewing and I was like do I love her (laughs) I'm obsessed with her she just tells it like it is she's a character whose voice we needed because Mm -hmm. clearly there isn't enough dialogue going between Nathan and Bonnie at all at this point and we needed her to kind of even if it was aggressive we needed that that person to kind of push them mm-hmm. into a point of hopefully getting their, their ish together, you right. know? Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny that as we talk more about this, almost looking back to season one, I feel like I didn't really know Bonnie a whole lot. No. Yeah. She's we a saw character. her the least. Yeah. And um, I kind of, and we didn't really know Nathan. And now I feel like we are, she, Nathan was just kind of known as Madeline's ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And as with uh, Bonnie was just kind of uh, like, the new wife, the mm-hmm. cool new mm-hmm. wife, the cool stepmom. Mom. Yeah, exactly. So, it's I'm really excited to see to learn more about them and definitely Bonnie's backstory because mm-hmm. I'm already like thinking, okay, what has she done? But I remember I was watching and I turned to Mia. I was like, did we just see a crazy flash at one point when it zoomed yeah. into Elizabeth and we saw like this water? And Elizabeth brought up, I saw someone drowning in my vision. Yeah. So she's taking these visions very seriously, and I just mm-hmm. wonder. Okay, I know this isn't predictions, but mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on this character, Elizabeth, and her visions? Because it's, I, I'm like, are we getting supernatural at this yeah. moment? Yeah. You know? Well, I think her mom is gonna learn through her visions or just through like things that happen in real life that s- stuff like their her daughter's involved in this whole murder and everything. Mm-hmm. But I also thought it was interesting when she went into the room. I didn't know, like was she was that connected to. Her clairvoyant ways, like I was kind of confused by that. Did yeah. you guys like? Did you guys have any insight on that? Yeah, that part? I, I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, what I was remember. Happening? I was like, what's going it was on? Creepy. It kind of reminded me of. Um, it, it was very di- different circumstances. Obviously, um, Bonnie wasn't waking up in the middle of the night screaming, but it was like this parallel <laughs> with right. Celeste and Mary Louise and mothers coming in to yeah. check on their daughters. Yeah, this true. close bond where like the men are just kind of like, eh, I don't know what to yeah. do. Yeah. You know. So I, as far as her clairvoyance, I don't know if it's like. Supernatural, right? I think it's maybe 
maybe more intuition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm very curious to see how this plays out and whether I, I, I didn't. I, I when she said it, I didn't want her to throw that term around lightly. Of like, I get visions. Like, I really want this to be a theme in the mm. next few episodes if she right. sticks around yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like, you just don't throw around that word visions because yeah. like, that's interesting. Oh, visions. Like, <laughs> we're like that's a raven. raven. <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right, I predicted you would say that. No, um, and also, I, I, oh, Bounty just fascinates me because also there was this thing we know she's been taking up running, right? Yes, mm-hmm. but also she was talking. I think she was like hiking. She Bonnie's taking up a passion for hiking. That's the kind of hiking I like. She was just walking. I was like, good, no running, no climbing, not into it. But she was hiking with her mom, and Elizabeth says uh, she kind of made it seem like, what are you, why, why are you here? What are you running from? So I'm thinking, mm. is Bonnie running from something? Is it something from her past? And I just thought it was a very uh, powerful conversation that was kind of, like, quick and short, but mm-hmm. she was like, Bonnie, you're, like, the only black person I've seen here. Yeah. Why are you here? Right. That's, so it makes me, as a viewer, I'm like, wow, that is very, that's very poignant mm-hmm. statement that she said. Yeah. Yes. So I'm, it makes me even just question, okay, why is Bonnie? I mean, obviously she has her husband, but yeah. mm-hmm. what happened to Bonnie's in her past? That led her there. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe that won't we'll save that for mm-hmm. predictions. But yeah. any thoughts on Bonnie? Well, give the people what they want. I think uh, one thing is watching this show, clearly you see it's like all predominantly Caucasian women. Right. And then mm-hmm. there's Bonnie, Zoe Kravitz. But I think this is the first time the show really commented on that. Exactly. Yeah. Because we had to know it was like somewhat part of the story because I think everyone knows, you know, it's Monterey. Mm-hmm. Here's the type of people that live here. But I was happy that the show commented on it. And mm-hmm. I'll see if I'm excited to see if there's a bigger theme mm-hmm. with this whole thing of her as an outsider. Exactly. And yeah. she was the one who pushed it. So does that, you know, reflect differently right. on her because she's a woman of color. Yep. So I hope to see more commentary on yeah. that mm-hmm. for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this will bring us to another shocking revelation, which was... Ziggy oh. and the twins, oh. huge reveal. Okay, I, 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 it's like this huge web. I have to keep track of all the players, all the spiders or whatever no. you want to call mm-hmm. Family tree. Bottom line, <laughs> in a nutshell, the kids are not stupid. You guys brought this no. up. They already knew that, you know, Ziggy and the twins yeah. were related. But, and, and we kind of get this idea that Chloe, which is Madeline's daughter, kind yeah. of told, spilled the beans. Yeah, she did. So, um, already Ed's not having this. He didn't know because mm-hmm. Madeline has just not been talking to her husband, as a lot of these women on the show haven't. No. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're caught up in this huge lie. So, what were your thoughts mm-hmm. on this huge, shocking revelation that apparently more people knew than they they thought? The moms were the dumb ones in the situation, not yeah. the kids. Like, mm-hmm. they really thought their kids were completely oblivious and not at all. But I didn't understand why Ed was so upset. Just at first. Yeah. Well, relating to the kids, not the other stuff that we'll talk about later. But with Perry being the father to Ziggy and then them being related to Max and what's the other one's name? Josh, I believe. Max and Josh. Let's go with that. Um, Max one, Max two. Yeah, Max one, Max <laughs> they two. Look, they look very, they're twins. Yeah, they're twins. yeah. So let's call them the twins. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a whole nother family's business. So right. what's what stays in their house, what, what, what's said in their house, stays in their house type mm-hmm. of thing. So you're not really entitled to that information. Now you're connected because your daughter found out and then told them right. and then inserted herself into all that mess. But mm-hmm. for him to feel disrespected or feel like she lied to him, it wasn't a, a big thing to me. Mm-hmm. No, I agree me. with that. Yeah. At first, I get where they were going with it by the end of it, which we'll talk about, yeah. how that was just kind of like the setup for mm-hmm. this, the, the affair. We'll just say it. The affair. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it though. <laughs> uh, so stay tuned. But after, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I'm like, Ed, 
calm down. And I just think that he's on edge ever since we saw the woman at the the woman at the the grocery store. Uh, what was her name? Tony Terry Terry mm-hmm. Terry. Yes. Who, Shout out to also the comments. See, this is why we love y'all for reminding us that that's the woman of guests. get us in check. The woman, yeah, the the wife of the uh, the guy that Madeline had the affair with. Exactly, the there's a lot teacher. of names. Yeah, there's all these characters. This, this is why characters. this is the new Game of Thrones. There's all these characters. I don't know who's going to die next. Mm-hmm. No, but that's interesting. He is. I think Ed's definitely playing a bigger part than we thought for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah. Mary Louise. How could I forget? Mm-hmm. Silly me. So she, she finds out about this. Good old Meryl Streep and her taste. That woman is awful. I don't like her. Okay. So <laughs> clearly she believes this is her business because, oh, automatically that means Ziggy is my grandchild. And I want to know. This even makes me question you more, Celeste. And she's interrogating Celeste. And she's, even though she knows, Celeste is like admitting for the first time, oh, your son raped me and abused mm-hmm. me and led to all these things, she is just kind of manipulating the situation and mm-hmm. making Celeste to be up this big monster, which is clearly not helping Celeste to begin with because she already thinks she's a monster. So yeah. what were your thoughts on this whole mess? I love that when this happened, Mary Louise was off camera. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but, but the, the whole, when she was, yeah, like she, she said the whole thing, the whole thing about Ziggy going on and on, and we just see Nicole Kidman's last face, mm-hmm. just like, oh my goodness, what is about to happen? Yeah. But I think this leads bigger into transparency, not only with the moms, but with the children as well. Like, at the end, we see the kids asking about it. And, like, was my dad a bad person? She's like, no, he was beautiful. Drink. Like, a beautiful monster? See, like, I was like, what? No, this beautiful. is so bad. And, it, and you see how it manifests in the different kids, which is a whole different thing. Like, mm-hmm. you see um, Ziggy's pretty put together. And I think it's, I feel like it's because Jane is very right. upfront, even mm. though, you know, she holds off what she feels like she should as a mother telling her son. But that's that's a whole other topic. But, but he hasn't been exposed to any, like, violent tendencies. Yeah. yeah. Or have seen, yeah, seen it mm-hmm. or felt it. Exactly. Exactly, and yeah. I think it all has to do with parenting. But the fact that Mary, I was so frustrated by her response, yep. and it just goes to show Nicole Kidman was so she's so powerful in her performance. And in this moment, I feel like it was going to play out a lot differently. Like in my head, I was like, when she tells Mary Louise mm-hmm. it's going to go down, Mary Louise is going to like something's going to flip in her head. She's going to be like, oh my goodness, it'd be mm-hmm. so empathetic. But of course, the show never gives us what we think is going to happen, right. and we just see the scene. It almost played out so. It was average, almost. Like it, the whole conversation. Um, um, Celeste's part. Yes, when she tells Celeste, you know what what happened, and or when Celeste tells her what happened. I just thought that was pretty no. wild how it played out. It was I completely just so casual agree. Almost. I completely agree. Reason being because I, I think, like you said, Nicole is phenomenal mm-hmm. as Celeste. And I think one of the most one of the more powerful scenes of the characters when we're seeing her in therapy, yeah. especially in season one. I believe I was reading that season one, the scene with her and Perry. That was they didn't rehearse at all that scene, and that scene was beautiful, wow. beautifully mm-hmm. performed. And so I think just like I really look forward to her in the therapy sessions because I feel like that's when she's the most vulnerable. That's mm-hmm. when she's most hurt. That's when she's most. Truth, truthfully honest, yeah. because this show is called Big Little Lies for a reason. Um, and we, I remember the doctor asked her, imagine Madeline in your yeah, shoes. And Celeste was just, no, no. And I, I got chills when she was saying no, because 
that shows that character cares so much about her loved ones, mm-hmm. her her family. I feel like her friends are her family. She's mm-hmm. even like obviously last episode she's trying to give money to Jane because she cares about yeah. mm-hmm. that's Perry's son at mm-hmm. the end of the day. So You're I so do right. want to say the scene with Mary Louise and Celeste. It was a prime example of victim blaming and how right. the reason why. There's so many issues with situations like that when it comes to rape or abuse is the inability to be empathetic. And Mary Louise instantly thought about herself, did not put herself in Jane's shoes or the, even the kid's shoes. It was like, no, my son would never do that. And she was right. like, your son was terrible. Well, she didn't say that, yeah. but that was essentially what she was saying. And she can't. I mean, maybe she never saw her hus- right. her son like that, but she clearly like showed her lack of understanding or just like emotional intelligence to mm-hmm. take what was at fast base value. And he's the one who raped someone yeah, and they have a kid and she was like, them. why didn't you she, tell me? I'm like, like, he's the one she who had did it. N- no empathy. Not at, at all. all. It was scary. It was really jarring to watch. And then what you said Darryl about you think why Ziggy Ziggy's the most composed and it's because Jane is so upfront. I think it shows why it's so important to have really hard conversations with your kids when the time is right and mm-hmm. not save it for five years down the line because it's better yeah. for them to hear it from you versus kids out in the school. And then it's it's then you have to like backtrack and fix everything and it's mm-hmm. like they've already been tainted by that information. So even though it might be like a grown person topic these kids are going to face it out in the world right. eventually. Exactly. It's inevitable. So just have it with them and you as opposed to people outside. So, Jane, you're doing a great job as a mother and yeah. communicating with the child. Bravo. You know, even though like she didn't tell him, but like, you know, but she's complex situation. Exactly. She, she, she uh, confronted him like she should exactly. have told Ziggy like she said exactly. about yeah. it and had that hard conversation. I'm just upset because Mary Louise was gonna move out to an apartment, Ugh. give some some space. Oh, but when she saw, oh, I got, I did get scared for Celeste when she pushed uh, Max. Yeah, remember yeah. that? Oof. So I'm like, oh my god, is she becoming? And then Mary? when she was like, don't be like him. Yes, I'm- and then. Mary Louise obviously saw. Yeah, she didn't say anything, and so which I'm I like, thought was good. I was like, don't mother for Celeste. Let her do her exactly. job. Let her get better as a mother. And the thing, too, that I really appreciate about this is um, I think slowly but surely we're seeing Celeste with the help of therapy. This is just hope to so many survivors out there watching the show because you see her starting to become stronger. I mean, she shouldn't have pushed Max, right, not at all. Right, right. But to say, you know, to finally, in a way, sort of confront her children about it, like, don't be like right. your father, mm-hmm. she's growing her power back. She's gaining her power and it's good to see her and I hope that yeah. she continues to heal. Mm-hmm. Like This was a big step I feel like mm-hmm. to actually say it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. That was an important scene and I just, last thing I'll say is that the only thing is obviously Mary Louise is going to use that against her. I mm-hmm. saw you push, like mm-hmm. when she goes to yeah. the, the police or whatever, she's going to I saw you push your kids yep. and so that's not going to oh, be a good so look right. on Celeste. Mm-hmm. Another good look that's not good. The affair. So let's just talk about it. I was waiting to talk about this because this was when our jaws dropped and people got scared for us. They're like, "Did you see a bug?" <laughs> well, we're watching it was in the studio. Blood on the screen. Okay. So our girl Abby. Everything's not going well in her house where she lives. She lives with Bonnie and Nathan. Yeah. But Abby is talking to her mom Celeste by the or Celeste Madeline by the end of the episode. And I forgot she knew that <laughs> yeah. Madeline had the affair. And when she said that out loud, Madeline's like. That's so inappropriate. And all of a sudden, Ed Ed. heard it all. He's standing in the doorway. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So, what are your thoughts on this? Because I have a lot of of thoughts on this. And I love you, Madeline. But still. 
Yeah, I felt for Ed in this moment. The last time he wanted to pick a fight with Madeline, I was like, chill. But this time, my heart went out to him. I didn't feel bad for Madeline at all because she's, I think, the biggest perpetrator when it comes to keeping lies under the carpet and not being vocal and transparent. So that was really tough to watch. Uh, And, I mean, she explained it, like, tried to Mm -hmm. hopefully get his empathy and to be super apologetic, and he was like, I'm done. And I completely get that. Because when he found out that Abigail knew for a year, that just shows that she never had plans of telling him, why would you, if, like, it went a year successful without him knowing... It'll be fine. And the fact that she was like, it was a long time ago. No. It was last year, A year ago? Goodness Girl. gracious. I just have so many feelings. And for me, I think Ed handled it really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a very powerful scene between the two of them. You know, not he didn't really violent. raise his voice. No. Not violent. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was going to like scream or yell or maybe leave the house and be like, I don't want to talk about this. But to talk about it with her... I thought shows what kind of man he is. He's a good husband. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, and I really the thing about Madeline is she's so outrageous in her actions, mm-hmm. in her body language. But I feel her her genuity in every scene. She's so genuine, mm-hmm. authentic, and I really felt her love for Ed. I'm not mm-hmm. saying what she did is excusable at all. Yeah, at all. I'm actually mad at her for moment it. of extreme but weakness. Really, yeah, but she you can tell in that scene she really loves him. And the same thing I was going to say earlier when she. Um, you know, came up to Bonnie at the school and was like, are you okay? Mm. I, In some moments, I really feel like it's not always about her. Yeah. But most of the time, it is. It she is. was at that, she no, was at that, yeah. it's not about you, Ed, it's right. about me. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is about <laughs> you. No, no. It's always oh. about you. <laughs> Excuse me. No, totally. She says, uh, it's not about you, it's about me, immediately. But then she goes to say, it's about us. But I feel like us kind of equivalented to me yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, Girl. She puts Madeline first all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I just don't know where, I don't know exactly where they're going to go, but I have to say shout out to Adam Scott who plays Ed. I love yeah. seeing, I'm so used to him from Parks and Rec. I know. So I love, I, he's doing phenomenal. He as, yeah. He's as the best Ed man on the in show. In this drama. So, Zane. <laughs> oh, that's, who would you marry from Big Little Lies? <gasps> oh, that should be a I know, segment. I know who I would marry. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, wait. Oh. Who? Wait, just say it. <laughs> Just for superficial reasons, reasons, Nathan, because he looks good this season. As a husband, probably not. Nathan, and then Ed's personality. Okay. Maybe Ed. Ed, yeah. He he needs somebody to love him. Someone's going to be faithful to him. I will say just, and I'm not going to sit, okay, Perry is not, I don't want to marry Perry. He's horrible. He's abusive. No. But I just have to say, first and foremost, Alexander Skarsgård is like one of my my Hollywood crushes, I will say that. Mm -hmm, But I would go with Ed. Yep. Bottom yeah. line, Ed. Ed. There you go. Not Gordon. Not Gordon. <laughs> oh, no. But speaking of special segments, let's go ahead and get to our special segment. Yes. Presented by Mia. Hello. Why you always lying? <laughs> it's the perfect theme song because this week, we're not going to play Liar Try, but we are going to play Two Truths and a Big Little Lie. Ooh. So I'm going to say three trivia facts yes. about the show, and you guys tell me which one you think is the lie, and the okay. two will be true. So, number one. HBO won the rights in a bidding war versus Netflix for the show. Who knew? Number two, uh, we have Bonnie, so Zoe Kravitz, and Nicole got so close during filming that Bonnie actually, I keep saying Bonnie, (laughs) Zoe Kravitz, bought the house next to Nicole Kidman in Nashville. Mm. They got really close during shooting. And then finally, when they filmed the therapy scenes between Perry and between Celeste, there was no rehearsal. 
they just they did it off the bat. They were emotional, and it was like it was the first time. I'm gonna say. Okay, I know, I know. I'm gonna say the lie is Nicole Kidman and Zoe Kravitz moving in next to each other. I think that's that's mine too. Just because I, I know, right. I know. One of the, I think I said one of the truths. Are you doing? I'm so sorry. Yeah. You guys want to know? I'm letting everybody in on this right now. So when I wrote these down, I really was like, no one's going to know these. And the lie was actually going one. to be they filmed the therapy scenes 11 times, but you already uh, knew it. Yeah. And in the middle of the show, I'm I was sorry. like, <laughs> I was like, no, Ollie's so smart. He's such a super fan. He knows. That's how I, I knew it was. It wasn't but I was a lie. Like, I felt like because this was such a this is a, such a huge cast and such a huge show to come. Like I'm like, there's got to be there was sure to be bidding wars mm-hmm. yeah, so. yeah for sure and so fun fact it was actually Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman oh so oh, okay. they got so close that Reese bought the house next to her in Nashville wow they're yeah. BFFs in real life yeah I've never played this I that, that I've never played Two Truths and a Lie but that was so much fun I know, I know. Yeah. maybe yeah. next week <laughs> tell us which game you like better if you like Lie or Try or yes. if you like Two Truths and a Lie because we can change it up yes. mm-hmm. but before we get to news because Simone's taking over news and gossip yeah. this week because Jesse can't be here mm-hmm. we have to do our special top yes. three segment yes of Top three yes. Meryl Streep films because we've got to give her this credit right now because it's Meryl freaking Streep. So After Buzz is giving you our opinions of our top three Meryl Streep films, performances that she's been in. So who would like to start? Simone? Mia? Yeah. Oh, we can just take out the line. <laughs> I'll go because I feel like we, we know I'm just a super fan of this, right. but we know yeah. it's not her, it's her best, but it's like not. Meryl Streep is just amazing. She's a lot of the <laughs> best, but this is my opinion, so... <laughs> Mamma Mia, we'll start with Mamma Mia. Okay. One of her best films, personally, love musicals. Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep is the main character, and we get to see this fun side of her. I feel like she's so many seri- she's so serious in so many films, and we get to see this really fun side of her. We mm-hmm. get to see her in overalls, which is amazing. <laughs> she's musical, she's talented. Um, she wasn't in number two, Mamma Mia 2, as much mm, as we wanted her to be, yeah, but she still made a bit. prize. And it just is Meryl to just be so multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> she's ridiculously... Fascinated. The best. Fascinated. Faceted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and Simone, fascinating. Simone, yes. what is your pick? Mine is The Devil Wears Prada. Oh. Of course, she played Miranda Priestly. That hair, dude, that gray. Have you guys seen it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that silver gray hair. And mm-hmm. then the, the, like, the cut just made her so much more fierce. She was awful, so mean. <laughs> but she played it impeccably. And then you see her in roles like in Mamma Mia. And she's sweet and lovable. It's completely starkly different characters mm-hmm. but the movie's great I'm a journalist so to be able to see a woman play her assistant and how she's so awful to them mm-hmm. but they kind of like rise above and they're friends towards the end wonderful movie love it well my pick has got to be something that she's been nominated for mind mm-hmm. you she's been nominated 21 times which is ridiculous and my pick was her and Sophie's Choice which is number one first and foremost but my gosh, to be a Holocaust survivor and have to betray a mother who has to choose between one of her kids mm-hmm. being killed, one saving, like, how could you not freaking award this woman yeah. all, and give her all the praise in the world? Like, yeah. she's ridiculous. So I highly recommend you watch Sophie's Choice and watch Mamma Mia. Watch Devil's Wear Prada. <laughs> I almost forgot I'm so sorry. Because Meryl freaking Streep is Meryl Streep. And she, those were three completely different yeah. roles, too. Yeah. And this is why she is, is a Meryl famous Streep. internet meme. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and shout out to Brie in the booth because she is a Meryl Streep super fan. Yes, she is. Yeah. As we are. <laughs> so let's get to news, news and, and gossip. gossip. Right, Simone? Yes. After Buzz TV News. 
Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Alrighty. So last week, when we the premiere episode, Reese Witherspoon commented on someone's tweet, which said, "I hope at some point this season, someone looks Meryl Square in the eye and says, your son was trash, Mary Louise. <laughs> Hashtag Big Little Eyes. And then Reese responds, there is a high likelihood of this happening this season. So uh, I like that she commented. So she gives us kind of a little bit of clue Ooh. to what to look out for and hopefully Mary Louise will be snapped back into reality <laughs> and learn that her husband yes. or her son was terrible. I love it. Well, then she kind of did it this episode. Yeah, but she just didn't like realize but yeah. hopefully whoever that person, maybe that was the scene Reese was talking about. Well, I'm I'll, waiting. I hope there's more. I want yeah. a Madeline versus Mary Louise. Yes, Ooh, we do. That would be down. so good. We need a UFC poster. <laughs> Who would win? Who do you guys think would win? I'm running for Madeline. Team Madeline. Yeah, all the way. Just saying. <laughs> and then our second topic is that the house that Madeline's character, well, Reese Witherspoon's character is Madeline. The house that she lives in in the the show is actually in Malibu. It's not in Monterey, and oh. it's currently on sale to rent. So it would be three oh. k to five k a night. And it's been in other shows like Hannah Montana, Diagnosis uh, Murder, or <laughs> yeah, it's really expensive. So wow. like. Rich, rich people, not people like us. Wow! <laughs> but um, it has seven rooms and eight bathrooms. It's a Cape Cod styled house, and it's a beachfront property. So, as you guys can see, these pictures are gorgeous. Um, it's a nice little spread. So, if you got five k to drop, right. put in your bid. Me, maybe go with a yeah. bunch of friends and split it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, bring about like fifty friends. <laughs> exactly, you might be able to afford it. Exactly, why not? So, yeah, if you want to just live your Monterey fantasy, go for it. But it's in Malibu, not Monterey. Love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for news and gossip. Of news and gossip queen, and of course, our special segment queen. Yes. But unfortunately, we are running short on time. We have to get to predictions real quick. So let's get our rapid After fire Buzz predictions. TV predictions. Mm-hmm. Who would like to go first? I am going to kind of believe Elizabeth. I think yeah. she is clairvoyant, and she said someone is drowning. We are the show is set in a beach town right. area. So, and in the preview, we saw someone in the water. I don't know who it was, but they looked like they were like struggling for air. Maybe not, but I feel like a drowning is happening. Uh-huh. And in this episode, Celeste did say that Madeline saved Max from drowning. So maybe that could be like a mm. um, a foreshadowing, another drowning. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, well, I don't know what to think, but you guys, listeners, viewers, let us know your predictions, all your thoughts, anything we missed, because we're, we have to wrap up, unfortunately. But until next time, where can I find my amazing hosts on social media? Uh, I am on Instagram as yours truly Mia and Twitter as Hot Mess Mia. And you can find me at Simone A. Thomas on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, and don't forget to uh, check out our fourth host, Jesse Zader at Athletic. Yes. yes. On Instagram and Twitter. And I'm your host, Ollie Jordan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And until episode three next Sunday, we will see you. Bye, guys. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.